The epistle reading for the Feast of Epiphany is taken from the prophecy of Isaiah. Arise, be enlightened, O Jerusalem, for thy light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon thee. For behold, darkness covers the earth and amidst the peoples. But the Lord rises the light upon thee, and his glory is seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall walk in thy light, and the kings in the brightness of thy rising. Lift up thy eyes around about and see. All these are gathered together. They have come to thee. Thy son shall come from afar, and thy daughter shall rise up by thy side. And thou shalt see and abound, and thy heart shall wonder and be enlarged. When the riches from the sea shall be turned to thee, the possessions of the Gentiles shall come to thee, and the multitudes of camels shall cover thee. And the dromedaries of Median and Ephah, all they come from Seba, shall come, bringing gold and frankincense, and proclaiming the praise of the Lord. The Gospel is taken from the Gospel according to St. Matthew. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judah in the days of King Herod, behold, there came Magi from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is the newly born King of the Jews? For we have seen a star in the east and have come to worship him. But when King Herod heard this, he was troubled, and so was all Jerusalem with him. And gathering together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. And they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judah, for thus it is written through the prophet, And thou, Bethlehem of the land of Judah, are by no means least among the princes of Judah. For from thee shall come forth a leader who shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the Magi secretly and carefully ascertained from them the time when the star had appeared to them. And sending them to Bethlehem, he said, Go and make careful inquiry concerning the child. And when you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and worship him. Now they, having heard the king, went their way. And behold, the star that they had seen in the east went before them, until it came and stood over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they exceedingly rejoiced. And entering the house, they found the child with Mary his mother, and falling down, they worshipped him. And opening their treasures, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And being warned in the dream now to return to Herod, they went back to their own country by another way. May Jesus Christ be praised. If you Google the word epiphany, the following definitions come up. A manifestation of a divine or supernatural being. Or secondly, a moment of sudden and great revelation or realization. Both actually may have spiritual meanings. For example, the second, he or she who has had an epiphany that the Lord was calling them to a religious vocation. However, concerning this feast, the first is our interpretation, namely, 
a manifestation of a divine or supernatural being, of course, in our case, the Lord Jesus Christ. We actually know very little about the visit of the wise men, or the magi as they are called. The narrative occurs only in the Gospel of St. Matthew, and details, of course, are sketchy. They come from the East, no specific place or places. We do know that they were men who studied the stars and were able to interpret events and the future from their study. We do not know their names from Scripture, nor how many, in fact, there were. Three is the usual number because of the three gifts. It is probable that by the time they reached the infant Savior, a couple of years had passed since his birth. Recall that as they spoke to Herod, Herod determined to kill all boys in Bethlehem in its regions, aged two and under. However, although Scripture does not provide many details, tradition and legend have stepped in to give a fuller account. The names have come down as Caspar, Melchior, and Balthazar. The first narratives of these names come from the writings of St. Bede the Venerable, a Benedictine monk of England in the 7th century. That is why the blessed chalk, mentioned in the announcements a few moments ago, is used to write on the door and the lintel of a door the initials C.M.B., the letters separated by crosses, with the year 2019. The Roman martyrology lists them, Caspar, Melchior, and Balthazar. Their relics, having been traveled many places, are now contained in the Cathedral of Cologne, Germany. Again, they are often represented as kings, but it is not known if they, in fact, were royals. Their gifts were also symbolic. Gold for a king. Jesus Christ, the King. Frankincense or incense for one who is God. Myrrh, a spice used in preparation for one who has died, here becomes a prediction that the King will suffer death for his people. The presence of the Magi is far more significant than their gifts. To this time, each nation had its own God, its own deities, many of whom were similar one to another. The Jews, however, had knowledge and worship of only one God. Yes, it did happen that other people did join the Jewish religion except the one true God, but that was unusual and exception. Now, Jesus Christ, God, King, and Savior, is manifested to the whole peoples of the earth. This represents a major break in the history of religion. Ethnicity, skin color, nationality is no longer a factor in worship of the one true God. All are called to accept him as Savior, to be baptized, and to follow his teaching and commandments. Jesus Christ has come to save all men and women, not only of one nation, but all. Further significance of this Feast of Epiphany 
is that we, you and I, are called to spread the name of Jesus and his saving power to all with whom we come in contact. While it is the priest who performs the saving sacramental acts, baptizing, forgiving in the name of Christ, and feeding with the Eucharistic bread of life, all God's people are charged with spreading his name. You are able to go into places where I cannot. You are the contact with people who would be initially reluctant to approach me. You are the hearts, hands, and mouth of the Lord and his church, inviting people to put aside their old lives and join themselves to Christ and his church. May all of us recognize our privilege and duty to be fishers of men and women in our own times, as Christ called Peter to be in his time. I would like to close this sermon with the words of St. Gregory Nanzienzen of the 4th century in the sermon which he preached for this particular feast. And I quote, Let us remain on in adoration, and to him who in order to save us humbled himself to such a degree of poverty as to receive our body. Let us offer not only incense, gold, and myrrh, but also spiritual gifts more sublime than those which can be seen with the eyes. May Jesus Christ be praised.